I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. You're going to have to excuse my voice. I was shredding all weekend. I actually met up with Ryan and Brad and their boys uh, from High Water Skateboards and skated New Bedford Mass with them. There was like 20 of us deep, man. And uh, a lot of bangers went down. And I was smoking a lot of weed and skating and just yelling a whole bunch. So my voice cut out. Yesterday, I sounded ridiculous. Today, it's like starting to come back. Uh, as always, each and every episode is brought to you by All I Need Skate. If you've never heard of All I Need, please check out allineedskate.com. This is the portal. This is where we put all of our vlogs, all our skate edits, all of our products, any updates. It's all there on the site. Um, also, if you could subscribe to us on YouTube, basically just youtube.com forward slash all I need skate videos go up weekly almost daily nowadays we've been crushing them man uh the super fun i hope you guys check them out and give me some feedback that'd be fucking amazing uh also we are on instagram facebook and twitter uh at all i need skate and uh if you head to the site You'll check out all our new products. We just put up grip tape, all any grip tape. We got our new wartime animal series just dropped, just came in. We got four graphics. Peter James Glenn crushed the artwork. I'm so hyped on those. Please check those out. We got our socks up there, the most comfortable socks you can get your fucking hands on. We got our all I need Gansett deck collab with Narragansett beer. Those boys are epic. They actually bought some from us to help us produce those. And uh, check out our lapel pin, man. Things no joke. I love it. I rock mine on my hat. I got one on my beanie. Things are classic. Uh, if you've never tried an All I Need deck, please do. Made in the USA. Best quality, hands down. Uh, and if you do, hit us up on social media. Let us know. Take a picture. Uh, give us some feedback. I love hearing from you guys. You guys are awesome. Hype me up to keep doing this podcast and keep everything going, man. This <coughs> excuse me, Skate hype from you guys is real. And I love it, man. Uh, yeah, if you live near a skate shop that carries all I need, please go there first, support the skate shop. Uh, those are important. First and foremost, the most important people to support are the people that are, you know, taking the risk of opening up a skate shop. But if you don't live near one, 
or you live near one but they don't carry our products, we got our online skate shop that you can always cop any of the stuff we talk about at. So all I need skate.com. Uh, yeah, that's it, man. Today's guest is my good buddy Ryan Hall and Brad Larson from Highwater Skateboards. Uh, this was a little three-way through, uh, I believe we did it through Skype. And the connection was great. I was a little worried about the connection, but uh, we didn't even, it didn't break up once. So, And I really enjoyed this conversation. These two dudes are epic, and uh, they're putting on for skateboarding. It means a lot to me. And they've supported the New England AM in the past, and uh, I look forward to working uh, with them more on awesome skateboarding adventures and stuff like that. And they're Team Shreds. All I need in high water, just like I said, just went out and shredded New Bedford. There's an edit going up in the next few days. Once I can edit it, it'll be up on the vlog. Uh, but yeah, all right, I rambled on enough. Sorry about the voice. Enjoy the show. Peace. We are rolling on the audio, and YouTube is live, my dudes. What's up, guys? What up, what up? What's all right, up? so on my right, we got Brad. What's up, Brad? How's it going? Hell yeah. And we got Ryan on the left. Cheers, buddy. What's up? Alright, so how I wanted to start this off was, how did you two meet? Uh, acorns. Oh, yeah. nice. Skating, skating acorns, yeah. <laughs> that spot, why is it called acorns? Uh, it's full of shit that you run over and die. <laughs> <laughs> that's Most where, of them are acorns. That's where the name came from? Yeah, I have no idea. Oh, no, it is. They fall out of the tree, man. It's like the worst. <laughs> Sick. But you guys are just both skating there. What did you skate into them? Yeah. So no, like I had a place. I lived across the street, so that was like my spot. Nice. Good. Yeah. And um, so I met our filmer Josh there, and then Brad was skating with some homies, and we we saw him at another street spot, and then I don't know, we just. I guess we just linked up. What did we link up at the Vans premiere after that? I think so, yeah. Like, there was a propeller premiere downtown. Oh, nice. And then, like, exchanged information and then just started the linking up on the weekends and whatnot. Yeah. That's rad, man. Did you... So you guys just met, started skating. Where? Where? How do you get your way to starting a brand together? Uh, just <laughs> talking shit. Like, and it actually happened. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah, Ryan had, like, a little thing going on for a while, and uh, I had, like, the idea of starting a skateboard company since I was, like, 15, and I, like, just threw it out there, and he kind of bounced back, like, seemed somewhat interested, so I was like, oh, shit, this might actually be a thing, and then probably, like, a year or so later, it actually happened. How old are you, yeah. man? Uh, I just turned 33, actually. Hell yeah. And, Ryan, you're about to be 33? Yeah, in October. That's sick. Well, let, let's start with Brian. How, how'd you get into skating originally? Oh, shit. All right, well, typical story. I got a, I got a Walmart-type board first. Um, it wasn't from Walmart. It was from Big Five. I don't know if you're, you know what Big Five is. Um, Cali? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Big box store. Dude, it was like a jack-in-the-box board. Like, it was like the same graphics as like the fast food place. Nice. Um, so my dad got me that, and it was so like... Uh, it sounds kind of weird, but I, I grew up in New Zealand, so <laughs> totally random, but I was coming back and forth to Cali to visit my dad, so I got that board first, and then I brought it back to New Zealand, and I was skating with my next-door neighbor, and he was tripping on the board, and he gave me a bunch of shit for it, 
He was right. And, uh, he was right to. It was a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, he knew. Like, even in New Zealand, like, he knew that was black. <laughs> so the next time I visited my pops, he took me to a squat in, uh, in Orange County there in Newport Beach. And I got, like, a full setup. And that was, like, my first, first full setup. So you were you... there. I mean, I was, like, 10 years old, I think. So. Were you born in New Zealand? No, I was born out here. Um, I was born in the States. And then I moved when I was nine. Nice. What's it like living there? Same shit or what? <laughs> I mean, it's it's different, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty chill. My brother's out in Australia. He's in Adelaide. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he likes it out there. Bunch of kangaroos, though. Yeah, Australia's sick. Brad, Brad where, how'd you get your first board? Oh, man. Uh, I, I guess I was, like, probably 13 or 14, like, middle school age. Uh... Played a lot of baseball and basketball, and I used to always like walk home from school and see these like kids skating curbs and like jumping downstairs and stuff like little shit, like three block, like three stairs and stuff. And it's like, man, that looks way better than like hanging out in these tight ass pants and like swinging a bat at a ball. <laughs> uh, like, I don't know. Like I would always just like I would look at them every day and uh, somehow got my hands on a CCS catalog, I guess, which is probably the story of a lot of people our age. For sure. Uh, and then just like pestered my dad and, like, offered to do every chore possible, and, uh, he eventually bought me a skateboard out of the catalog. That's uh, sick. Yeah, it was, like, a world board with world wheels and, like, Fury trucks. I just, like, remember it. It was dope, though. I was hyped. Uh, I forgot about Fury. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't last very long. But. No, I used I rode a few pairs when I rode for, um, Birdhouse, because I would go into Blitz Distribution, and that was Fury trucks, Hookup, Baker, Birdhouse, and some clothing brand. I can't remember the name. But I would grab some Furies occasionally, and they always went pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about those. But yeah, so that, was, that was kind of my start. That's rad. Yeah, CCS was definitely a... I remember cutting out the graphics and gluing them onto, like, clay skateboards I would make. And, like, bake them in the oven and, like, glue the graphics on and make little skateboards and have toothpicks with the fucking bead wheels and shit. Like, arts oh, and crap. <laughs> that's fucking tight. <laughs> that's sick of your first board was a world board. Yeah, I've been, I've been actually looking for the same graphic. I can't find it, but one which, day. which graphic? Uh, it was like it was a Devil Man graphic, and he was like coming out like on stage with the spotlight on him. Like, yeah, super like generic world graphic for that time. But shit, uh, if I see it, I'll let you know. Yeah, for sure. That'd be How long did your piece of shit Walmart board last, Ryan? <laughs> or Big Five? I'm sorry, Big Five. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I used to. I remember the school next door. I used to try to like ask to drop the five stair, like just go real fast. Nice. <laughs> I wouldn't haul you, and because uh, I didn't know what I was doing, you know what I mean. Like the kid next door was just like, just go real fast at it. And then I remember it just, I don't, it just hit the ground so many times. It just fucking like delammed or some shit. I remember. And, like, I, did, I couldn't skate it. Until, I basically couldn't skate until the next time I went to the states. Yeah, those those boards are so conflicting to me because like. I can get that, like, if a kid's super hyped on skating at, like, you know, a young age and you don't want to spend, like, $150 or something as a parent, you're going to, like, want to get that, like, cheaper deck from whatever because it's, like, the money. But, dude, it almost turns them off because they don't even roll that well. Like, you really can't even... You can barely learn the basics on those things, you know? It's insane. So, um, yeah, so I, I was encouraged to play sports. My stepdad was, like really going to rugby and cricket, so, like, he wanted me to do that, and, uh, so, I, I love skateboarding, right, but in New Zealand, a full setup is about 
$300 to $350. Not really. Or it was when I was growing up. So there's no way in hell he was buying me a full setup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's... Yeah, so I went to the States, and then I got my first full setup. He, he ended up buying me boards later on, but, like, yeah. Yeah. Well, rugby and cricket, I imagine you got to go to school to play those, right? So in the long run, it would have costed a lot, probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you have to spend money on that as well. Were, were you, did you ever play those sports? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Any I, good? I, I played, I mean, <laughs> I was alright. <laughs> Dude, Brad said no. Brad said no. <laughs> no, he just kept pitching me playing it. Like, he just, you know, he sees me as a different person. <laughs> You'd have to have a uniform on, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Short shorts and all this shit, dude. For rugby, at least, and then cricket, you wear all white. Nice. Damn. Fresh, yeah. though. Again, grass stains all over those things real fast. Yeah, dude, for sure. I used to play basketball when I was younger and baseball. I was a catcher, and I liked it because that's just one big game of catch with, with like, you're always in the game, basically, you know? And then, because um, all the sports, my whole thing was I hated waiting to get in the game or, like, having to take turns and shit. I just want to play, like, fucking, they're, like, making you wait. I'm chomping at the bit. And um, basketball, I was way too hyperactive, man, like. I was just, like, kicking the ball over the place and shit, but <laughs> it was a fucking mess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let's get into High Water. Where'd that name come from, and how'd you guys, like, when did it officially start, your, your skate brand? Uh, I think we received the first batch of, like, boards, uh, June of 2016, nice. so about two years ago now. Wow, uh, it's been two years? Yeah, just about Solid. Um, and yeah, like, that's when it started, like, we came across the name because we literally couldn't decide on a fucking name, like, <laughs> like, like it was just like, no, oh, that's lame, no, this is cool, that's lame, like, back and forth, and, uh, we asked a mutual friend, Andrew Militia, like, to help us out. Andrew Mo. Names. Yeah, yeah, he's a fucking man, like, shout out to him, like, this probably never would have happened if he didn't help us out, because, like, we were just, like, a mess. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh. Yeah, like, he threw out a bunch of names, and he's like, yo, I kinda, I'm kind of feeling this high water one, because at some point, like, you're going to have to make this brand happen, hell or high water. And we're just like, yo, you're kind of right, like, uh, so we just went with it. Yeah, that's sick. Damn, that's sick that Andrew Mose helped you guys come up with that. He's a homie. Yeah, he did, uh, he did our, like, logo board, too. Like, yeah, logo, both logo graphics, actually, yeah, he's done for us, and, you know, hope we work on some more stuff in the future. Is he, is he making music? Oh, I don't really know what he's up to right now. Uh, he's, is he out? He's, like, skating a bunch. I think he's still doing music and stuff. But, yeah, I don't know if he's, like, making anything new or if he's just playing shows. Yeah, I've always liked all of his skating and music and stuff. So cool. He's the man. He's got a, an amazing pant collection as well. He's always got fresh pants on. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> the first time. The first time I met him, like, purple pants, straight up. Ripped. Like, they were, like, golf pants kind of style. But, like, was, and I think he was wearing, like, a football jersey as well. Like, just, you know? <laughs> pants doesn't make the man, bro. <laughs> I used to have a, when I was younger, I had a bunch of tan khakis, and then one time I put a red shirt in, and they all ended up pink, and that was all the pants I had, so I had nothing oh. but, like, pink khakis that I had to wear. <laughs> Ran them shits forever, though. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, what you got. Um, fuck. <laughs> Where are you guys at? Are you both located in the same city? Oh, right now, no. Like, we both live in, like, Somerville, Cambridge. Uh, I'm currently in in, like, Brooklyn, doing some stuff for work, so... Nice. Yeah, what, that's why the Skype thing needed to happen. What do you do for work? 
Uh, I work for a chain of rock climbing like in fitness facilities called Brooklyn Boulders. That's sick. Uh, yeah, I, I just create rock climbing and like manage a team of like pretty bad dudes who help me do that too. So wait, so like, you manage a team? Do you, do you teach rock climbing? Uh, part of my job is teaching rock climbing. Uh, but my main priority is uh, creating all of the different climbing throughout the facility. So, like, every day we're taking something down and putting new stuff up and, like, creating movement. And, like, I can try to explain it to you for hours. It's probably just going to sound crazy. But no, no. Is, uh, they're different. Like, I've gone before. They're different color yeah. code. They're different levels, like, color-coded for hardness. Like, it's not... Yep, yep, exactly, exactly. So, I create all of that that type of stuff for my team, and I create that, I should say. So, you're constantly... You're. I didn't realize they change that up all the time. Yeah, yeah, keep it fresh, because people buy, like, memberships to it and stuff, and, you know, if you have a membership and you're coming in every 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 couple of days, like, you get retired and same old shit after a while. Do you work out? Because you must be strong as shit. <laughs> no, I'm actually oh. lazy. Like, my legs are pretty beast, but, like, <laughs> I'm pretty lazy. Dude, because I'll get up there, I can go to the top, I'm scared the whole time, I'm super afraid of heights, and then, um, but there's some where you have to go, like, upside down almost and hang on, you can do that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You're gnarly, good for you. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess in climbing, I'm not so gnarly, but yeah, like, it's it's fun, dude. It's cool. Oh, do they have like a community like skateboarding does? I imagine. Do they have magazines, videos, oh, shit like that? Yeah, dude, and videos and like Instagram has ruined rock climbing. Like it's ruined skateboarding. Like it's crazy. Like it's so similar too. Like and they're like you try to talk to like climbers about anything that isn't climbing, and they like look at you like you're from another planet. So it's like it's just like talking to other skateboarders. Sometimes it's crazy. Yeah. Like how similar, but how different it is at the same time. Yeah, yeah. The internet just unearthed that like all different people from all walks of life, no matter what, could like enjoy anything, you know. And you're like, who the fuck? It's like opens it up, like almost democratizes to where like you know, like back when we first started, skating was like a certain type and a certain person. Like it was more similar. You know, you still had different styles and stuff, but like nowadays, it just seems like anybody from anywhere skateboards. You know, it's everywhere. Just kind of sick. Yeah, I think it's awesome for sure. I just think that like I'm not against Instagram. Like I watch most shit on Instagram. Like anybody else, probably just uh, it's like it's different when you see like a clip on Instagram and then you see a variation of a clip in the video. Like it kind of ruins the video for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, So that's kind of what I meant by that. Like I don't actually think the internet's ruining skateboarding. (laughs) Well, you (laughs) know. in some, I'm sure it is in some sense, you know, like, at least it could, because I loved video parts, you know, like, and now it's like, who knows if people are going to continue, I imagine people will always put out video parts, but even DVDs and, like, full lengths on something that you hold, you know, it's like, the, yeah. inter- the internet makes it so easy to share and, like, a bunch of rabbit yeah. holes, you know? <laughs> and it com- it comes and goes so fast, too, it's like, you would wait on a video and be hyped when you saw it, and yeah. you could hold on to it and watch it every day. And now, like, I get hyped for a video, I watch it, and then I watch the next one tomorrow, you know what I mean? It's like... Too much of a good thing, bro. Too much of a good thing. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I miss seeing the commercials and the videos, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, in between or whatever, like, the foreign ones, whatever, you know what I mean? Like, you'd always see the commercials, and you get so hyped. Yeah. Yeah, they were, dude, they're, they're putting the foreign ones back out, too. I just noticed they're, like, re-releasing them and stuff, Transworld is, and fucking, my homie... Chris Ortiz, shout out Chris Ortiz, he was uh, a big key in making all that happen, and uh, yeah, those commercials were fucking amazing back then, because you could tell it was just genuine skaters coming up with stupid ideas, or great ideas, or whatever, and it was all so, like, hands-on and personal, and like, it was so sick, you know, those 401 commercials were fucking classic, so many good ones. 
I had Simon Woodstock on my podcast. That was fun because he's from that generation of like 401 and like just cre- he got super creative with the medium that was around then, you know, videos and magazines and all this stuff was so sick. Right. Yeah. Do you remember your first uh, skate videos? Brad, do you remember yours? Yeah. Well, it wasn't even technically mine. Uh, I like convinced my friend to talk his parents into buying him a video, and it was a shop video, the Church of Skating, like, Shorty's collab video. Oh, yeah, so, it's yeah, dude, and I played that, well, we played that thing, but until it fucking popped, pretty much, like, you couldn't watch it anymore. That was a good video, for sure. Yeah, it was right. What about you, Ryan? Mine, I had two, mine was The Reason, oh, man. and, uh, Real to Real. video. Damn, both of those. That's so yeah, I had two of those. I don't even know where I got them, honestly, like, I don't know if I, no, no, someone burnt, well, and then, uh, Tape them for me. <laughs> nice. nice. <laughs> oh yeah, you could do that. <laughs> yeah, like when I when I first made uh, sponsor me tapes, I have one. I sent the deluxe, and it's a VHS, and it was so generic, dude. We used to just rig it up and make it happen. However, I can't believe how like hard headed we were to try to figure that out and make it happen. It was never perfect, though. <laughs> no, it never was. <laughs> Did you not? Ha- have either of you guys ever tried to be sponsored or anything, ride for a company or anything like that? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah. Except for putting myself on my fucking own clothing company. Yeah. You turn yourself pro? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nice. No, when I was younger, like, I, I had the dream, but, like, you know, I was so bad at skating. Like, I'm, like, I'm not an amazing skateboarder now, especially in my 30s, but when I was younger, I was probably worse. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I feel like I like I didn't really understand how to use my body like that back then. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, no, nah, it was never a dream I ever really tried to pursue. I suppose. Yeah. Uh, when I started, I got super hyped on it. Like when I found out about Solstice Skate Shop and those guys, and they were making like a skate video and for the shop, and that like got me stoked on the concept of like making a video and being part of a team and like which is kind of like what i always liked about being sponsored it wasn't like the free shit or anything it was more free shit was super nice don't get me wrong that was fun cool but like to be in the videos with these other dudes that had been doing it so long and they like accepted you and i don't know so like to make sponsor me tapes for me was like oh i'm trying to make something that i'm super stoked on but we'll get these dudes hyped too because like they're yeah. dudes I aspired to be or like, you know? So, like, it was always, like, a fun project to do. That's why I got super hyped on filming and editing, skating, you know? Like, did you guys ever start making videos and stuff with the, any crew videos? Yeah, that was, uh, I guess when Ryan and I first, like, started, like, linking up, Ryan, Josh, and I, I should say, uh, Ryan and Josh had already been working on, like, a little homie video, I guess. Josh who? Yeah. Uh, Josh Boise. Nice. Yeah, shout out to Josh Boyden, yeah. Do, 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 do! That's a proper... He does, he does a lot for us. He puts up with a lot of our shit, too, so... <laughs> That's sick. But yeah, so that, that... And then, once that project kind of finished up, Ryan probably can tell you more about that. Do you have full parts? Yeah. Were there full parts? Yeah, so we did, um... I mean, we didn't... When did we start? So it's called Sloppy Joe's. Nice, solid name already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started with... So the idea was between me, Josh, and Mo when Mo was still living in Boston. And it was, I think it was Mo's idea again. I, I can't, I think he came up with the name. It sounds about right. Yeah. And uh, so I essentially, I think it was just us three was, was going to have a part. And then people just kept coming on board and more people wanted to get involved. And then we had like the homies from Connecticut get involved. So like Jordan Vieira. Ooh, um, that kid's so good. Let's pause there yes, for a second. Yeah. So good. Yeah, Is he all right? Yeah. 
Yeah, he's much better. We saw him last weekend for his birthday. I saw online that he like went through a traumatic like injury. Was it from skating? Snowboarding. Oh, snowboarding. Yeah, he like yeah. did something to his back. It was like terrifying. But I saw that he was like being he's super strong, superhuman, anyways. But like gnarly. Yeah. yeah. He's the Viking dude. He's fucking yeah. He really is. <laughs> Yeah, he's, like, good. He's walking around and, like, jogging around a little bit. Like, he's in good spirits. So I'm hyped for him. Yeah, he's an unbelievable skateboarder, too. Like, Yeah, he really is. He's, yeah. like, one of those dudes that, like, we were talking earlier, Ryan, about the New England Am and how, like, it started because I just seen dudes that are so fucking good that, like, I'm like, we got to create, like, an event so everyone can kind of showcase it, you know, because these dudes are so good. And he was one of them like, that showed up, and I was like, dude, he's the one who stoked me to do, like, him and a few others, like, fueled the next few years, because I'm like, these guys are so good, like, we gotta do that again, that was unbelievable, you know? Yeah, Yeah. if anybody watching this ever gets a chance, go and watch Jordan Vieira's Sloppy Joe fight. Solid. It's trans world, so you can find it there, I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. Is the full Sloppy Joe video online somewhere? Uh, yeah, it's on Josh Boise's Vimeo, I believe. Nice. Yep. Alright, I'm gonna have to lurk it, I gotta see. Yeah. You, you guys have full parts? We share a part. Uh, <laughs> dude, that's such a cool concept that you could share a part with your homie. I, I shared one part in uh, La Luz. It was a video. Uh, me and Chris Trembley shared a part, and uh, Bobby Puglio was in that video, and I always felt, like, super unworthy. Because, like, like, kind of what you were talking about, uh, about how, like, I didn't know how to control my body, and, like, Bobby Puglio has nothing but control. So, like, I'm like, how the fuck am I in the same video as this guy? <laughs> like yeah, I liked it. It made it, like, a lot less, like... Pressure, you know what I mean? It's like, get a couple clips. Ryan gets a couple clips, we're good. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to, like, kill myself. It's, like, just a fun little, like, I don't know, we're all dudes, so. <laughs> how did you guys, how did you guys figure out the song? I imagine there was an argument. <laughs> uh, actually, that was all Josh. Nice. Yeah, Boise, yeah, he's not gonna let us choose the music anyway, we knew that, so. <laughs> He's like, we can't use Backstreet Boys again, Ryan. Jesus, bro. <laughs> No, we'd both choose some fucking punk rock or something that just wouldn't work, you know what I mean? It would be, like, way too fast for our slow-ass skating. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's sick that we're, we can be in our 30s and still skateboarding. It's fucking sick. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think, I you know, going back to what you were saying about wanting to be sponsored, I think even from a young age, I was always realistic about it. Like, I, I didn't have, you know, aspirations about that, but something inside of me always wanted to be part of skateboarding. And I was always intrigued by the kind of back office side of it. And like, I don't know, like when, when Brad approached me, I'd already thought about, you know, starting a skate brand because I kind of knew that I couldn't have a, a brand that, you know, branched out to all like the skateboarding, snowboarding, surfing, like skateboarding so unique. You need to have like one brand that's just skateboarding. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I always want to do it eventually, but you know, Brad kind of had the motivation and we came up with some really good ideas. So. I'm yeah. Stuck three, but yeah. That's sick. And uh, kind of weird to say, but you, you have ch children. You both have children, or just you, Ryan? Just me. Nice. You <laughs> only have yeah, one kid. So I'm good. I'm good on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you, bro. <laughs> and you have one kid. Yeah. Well, so so my son uh, Grayson is 18 months, but my girl has a son who's almost 15. Nice. And I've known him since he was four years old. So I mean, he's kind of like. Quarter mind, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're definitely like a surrogate father for sure. Cause like, yeah. at four years old, yeah. like you're gonna build a bond and relationship with that kid. And in how old is he? Fifteen now? Yeah, for sure. That's a huge child. Yeah, yeah. That's sick, dude. Congrats. That's fucking rad that you took on that responsibility. How old are you? Uh, shit. I'm 
shit, man. When I met Jackson, I was probably 23. Nice. Going for it, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right? <laughs> yeah, no, he was cool. Though. I mean, like, like, I was 23. I just wanted to, like, go and, like, skate around. So I'd, like, take him to skate parks and, like, you know, just, he was just a little kid. Like, he'd be out there on, on like, he'd try with a skateboard, but, like, mostly on a bike or, God forbid, a scooter, you know what I mean? I try not to Son that, of a but. bitch. I uh, know, dude. But, like, he's not, he's not really into skateboarding right now, which is totally cool because he's, like, the smartest kid out. Like, straight A's, he, he programs like he's just incredible crazy so. that's sick yeah, yeah dude. you know i watched today was uh andrew reynolds daughter had her first uh she had like a video short little banging or something on the barracks it was sick I saw that. Okay, <laughs> she had like i saw one trick where it like definitely looked like reynolds for a second you know i can't remember what it was but i was like oh yeah there it is that's crazy to see it in like a girl form you know <laughs> nah, the, the kid flipped down the five is tight yeah it's yeah the, perfect like, you can tell she's going to be, like, like, Sheck, like Sheckler um, yeah. when he was training, you know what I mean? Like, like all, like, all. Like, the little ground out. Floppy. Yeah, right? They're, like, kind of like, floppy. Like, blew up on the street. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, bet, I bet you should go the same way. Yeah, they're kind of floppy at first when they're little. They got, like, the Bobby's World Syndrome where their head's too big and their feet are, like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, it's so true, though. Yeah, but then, it like, they grow out of it and get all... Like, I remember Nick Don Pierre. he, he, when I grew up skating with him, when he was little, he was, like, this pudgy little, like, ball of dough, like, and then, and then like, he hit a growth spurt and he was, like, a thoroughbred racehorse all of a sudden. I'm like, what the fuck happened? But he was, it's just, like, little kid syndrome. Get the testosterone and the manhood, and he's like turned into gnarliness, you know? Yeah. Okay, so I wanted to ask you about some some of the graphics. I remember one graphic that I was really hyped on was it was like a duck graphic, and did it have the did it have this the pack ring around it? Maybe. Yeah, dude. Where'd that one come from? That was a sick uh, idea. That was uh, Dylan Goldberger, who's done a lot of actually all of our graphics uh, this far. Right. Uh, and that was just something he had sketched up and like we had a concept for our very first graphic and uh, he drew that up for us he's like oh I also have this one on the side and he like slid that sketch to us and we're just like yo that's kind of like where we're going with this it was like you know aquatic but also slightly dark and had some shit going on and like mm-hmm. you know went with like the dirty water theme of the Charles and mm-hmm. it just it felt right and he had him finish it up for us yeah yeah he's like so he had the sketch and then we we kind of do this with Dylan now. Now we create more, um, we conceptualize, you know, from scratch. But, like, when we were first getting started, he definitely helped us out there, like, gain some momentum and really get an image for the brand. Yeah. And, uh, but, I mean, if you look at the graphic, but anyway, um, you'll see a little, like, you know, like, it's got the logo on the beer can, it's got the license plate, like, stuff like that is where Brad and I would go back and forth and think about and, like, you know, yeah. on ideas of, of what we could do to make this more unique to, to stuff. Yeah, that's so, sick. Yeah, that's cool. That graphic stood out to me, and I saw it. Uh, it was everywhere for when you guys put that one out. People were hyped on it. Yeah, yeah. It's actually probably it's one of my personal favorites. To this day. Favorite, yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. How, uh, what about, who's the sales department? You two? Um, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Mostly Ryan, to be honest. Like, I'm not... I can't do the, like, the sell stuff, like, I'll, like, I'll pitch it, but I'm not gonna nag, and, and maybe not nag, but I'm not gonna, like, follow up, you know what I mean? I'm just like, you're eating water, you're eating water. Like, <laughs> okay, you can say I nag, I nag. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to pull you up like that. 
<laughs> it's a skill to be able to sell, sell something and to like you have to work at it it's not like it's gonna sell itself all the time you know like so you got to really do the work you know for sure yeah uh, uh brad's um brad brings a really good element to the table and like he's kind of like that true skater personality where he's just like anybody that meets him is just like instantly cool to hang around him you know what i mean like he's not too intense he's not too like i'm late quiet dude <laughs> yeah, hey i for, for real i like you already dude i've only known you for a little while but i feel like i've known you <laughs> yeah, I don't know. ryan's not lying bro <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it this always happens <laughs> you guys should get a room bro <laughs> yeah. nah but yeah so um it's a fine it's a fine line and it's a it's a growing thing you know like you learn the best way to work with, you know, especially shop owners. Like for us, that's the most important thing of our business is working with shops. And so like, we want to introduce ourselves to shops, but not come across as too aggressive and like for them to feel pressured or like, we're just like some random people. So, you know, we try to play it pretty cool and easy now. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's, it's a weird thing to think about when you start something, you're like, Oh, I'm just starting a skateboard company. But a lot of people don't realize that that's going to come along with it, you know? Because otherwise, it's like you need money to make the graphics and to pay the people that work at it and like to make it worth it. So it's like people forget that. I can I can tell sometimes, and it's like yeah. one of those things you have to either grow and adapt and get better, or find someone who can do it, or you know what I mean. Because I'm the same. Like it's hard for me to sell something because I'm so close to it all the time. Kind of like you were saying with Brad and uh. Um, I have my buddy Conrad, who's, like, he's good at being able to, like, that's what his thing is. Like, he's really good at that. And he's able to talk right. to shops, and, like, he wants to do it, you know? It's good to know people that have their strengths. Like, same with working with an artist, which is rad, because, like, I see some brands out there, and they're just, like, copy-pasting shit and making boards. And it's, like, to me, it's, like, that's fun if you want to do that. But, like, to me, I really, when you meet an artist who loves drawing, and they have this capability, and you have ideas, and you, you know, you, it, I love the concept of working the fact that you both are in it, you get to like work together and make a graphic, yeah. you know, and come up with concepts and get excited and feed off each other. And like, that's, we have like a trio like that with the Conrad and uh, Peter, our artist. And yeah. it's such a sick thing to be a part of. Right. It's like, yeah, it's like that, that like synergy is, is kind of what makes it fun. Right. Like I have an idea or Ryan might have an idea, but like I might come back on his idea, but like, oh, what about, what about this? Yeah. And then we think we have the best, to that dude that's how it is with peter too because i'm just like i forget how good he is at what he does and we will get like a little drunk and high and come up with the ideas and pass them back and forth and like by the time i'm like dude i don't even know what graphic we're making anymore and then he comes back and it's usually like blows my mind as well i'm like how did you like decipher all that mumbo jumbo and put it into that it's unbelievable <laughs> yeah, and then to be able to and do you, do you, do you remember like opening up the box, like the first time seeing the graphics, like that, that's always super fun. Like the idea, yeah, like when you yeah. see it in physical space, yeah. like you're like, holy shit. Well, we did a, we did a trip. So we had a trip organized to New York 
So we were actually going to do, after Sloppy Joe's, we were going to do Sloppy Seconds. <laughs> nice. And, uh, and then we started High Water, and that kind of turned into the, the High Water video, you know, our first promo video that came out. Um, but when we first got the boards, I mean, I think we got a picture in the driveway, right, Brad? But wasn't that like the day before we went to New York? That New York no, it was the day we left. Like, oh, I brought the boards to your house as we were packing the car to leave. Nice. Yeah, like we gripped our first boards in, in Brooklyn, I believe. What? That's sick. Yeah. Freshies, yeah. like right there, like. Yeah, dude, it was so rad. <laughs> it was so rad. Yeah. I'm like, I just like, I'm tripping out just thinking about that moment still, like. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. That's rad. How many, so how many boards have you had? Um, there's been a variation of the Punch-Out logo that Mo did every season, so probably like at least seven or eight. Usually in the winter, we might re-release some stuff. Nice. Uh, and then there's been a graphic, at least three graphics a year, so probably about six, seven graphics. Nice. That's good. Plus That's... the two logos, and like, yeah, we did like a, a, gra- a graphic, uh, Mo did a graphic for us for the video that we just put out to, 456. That's yeah. the name of the video, 456? Yeah. yeah. You, you guys roll dice? Oh, yeah. a little bit. <laughs> nice. I did. I played my first game. Two weekends ago. So fun. CeeLo, that's the game right there. <laughs> with uh, with Nick G and the crew. Oh, dude, I just hung out with Nick. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's the man. Dude, he's, yeah. so, he's so interesting. He walks dogs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. He's got like a house full of dogs, too. It's crazy. He's got like three dogs. He br- one massive. He brought his dog out on the session. This dog was the most well-behaved dog I had ever seen in my life. Not really, yeah. <laughs> cool, yeah. Um, it was like a shorter dog, kind of long. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. He's such, I was like, this is so sick. And uh, Nick was gnarly, dude. He fucking, we were driving away from the spot. It was me, Westgate, Nick, uh, Brian Reed, and Tim Savage. And uh, we were leaving a spot, and I saw this, like, we were pulling down a hill, and it's just like the hill's going down, and I could see a gap where you could ollie up over a fence and into this big hill. It was like a massive drop. And I was like, I could probably do this, but, like, I'm going to hurt myself, you know? Like, at 35, I'm like, I got to weigh the battles out. I got to go, mm, might not be worth it. Might not be worth it. Even though, So I looked at Nick because, like, he's a burly-looking dude. And I was like, dude, look at this gap. Look at this gap. And he fully did it, like, two tries or three tries. Just fucking bailed out the first one or two, stuck it once. It was a beast, like, well overhead high and, like, rode away like the champion. It was a sick-ass trick. Can't wait to see that one again. Yeah. So Nick, um... They came on board just recently, and uh, he's, like, the whole crew is so stoked on him. They just, like, everybody's driving so well, and they, they all look up to him, you know what I mean, because Nick's a man. Yeah. And, uh, but, yeah, so he came on our first trip to New York uh, a couple weekends back. And, uh, yeah, he, he definitely got pretty burly. <laughs> yeah, he's gnarly on his board. When did you, yeah. so did you guys start with one rider? Oh, kind yeah. of. Kinda. I mean, I guess, I guess Hunter was our first, first rider, really. Nice. Yeah, true. Yeah. So Hunter Rennie up in, uh, shout out, uh, from North Andover. So, 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 so. <laughs> Wait, Andover, Mass. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Do they have a park? Well, I guess up? he'll probably claim Lawrence, though, right? Like, yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> What's the team like now? Do you have multiple dudes? I know you hook up a little dude, Luca, right? Yeah, Luca. Well, we have John McParlin. Oh yeah, that guy shreds too. Yeah, John's rad. Uh, Nick, Hunter, Cody. Cody. Yeah, yeah. Bunch of homies too. Like we have Cole. Yeah, Cole's coming up. Cole up. Yeah, Brendan Adams. Looking up too. Chris. 
That's yeah. right. Have you guys done any events? Uh, yeah, I mean, like, what do you mean by, like, events? Like, just, like... Sponsored them. Uh, yeah, I know you guys, I know you guys supported the New England Am. Have you ever thrown an event or anything like that for the brand? No. We've got, we've talked about it a bunch. We haven't really... Well, we're supposed to be doing our first one this summer. <laughs> Whereabouts? Yeah. What were you thinking? Well, it's, yeah. So. Working <laughs> we on don't it? Have a spot, we don't have a spot on lock yet. Uh, I, might, <laughs> I might try to, like, throw a little art show or something, uh... For like the board release at uh at our gym in or at my job, which is a gym in uh I can't think right now Somerville. I don't know why I couldn't think of that. <laughs> like our work day, right? Like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. But like you know they've always opened their doors and their space to myself and the brand. They've been super supportive. Uh, so we might do a little something with them. Uh, we still gotta work out some details and stuff. It's not like for sure yet. Right. Yeah. yeah, I've seen you guys are sponsoring a bunch of skate events though, which is awesome. Just as cool, you know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're, we just want to give back to the shops because they're, and most of the guys that we work with regularly are so generous. Like, it's the least that we can do. It's just like sponsor an event and stoke some of the kids out. So, like, and like outside the shops as well, like the Malden dudes, like, we, we want to fucking get involved with them. And then, like, the New England Am. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it makes, I mean, it makes a difference. It, like, for the New England Am, I know it's sick for me to, like, you sent you guys supported it. It was easy for me to tell the kids, like, hey, this is from High Water. These dudes are right here. Like, they support New England skateboarding. Like, it, it helps. Yeah. And then it's cool to have that out there, you know? Because, like, we don't always have that many brands, you know? Like, it's not oversaturated or, like, well-developed or whatever you want to call it out, like, out in California. To me, it's like it takes dudes in their 30s to, like, want to hang on to skateboarding and take on the sales or the emails or the fucking hours of like all the responsibility that comes with running a brand whether it's a skate yeah. brand or anything you know like it's it takes a lot of work you know like i think those those events are important too at least to me like especially for like the younger generation it like shows that like these brands actually give a shit right like I'm not saying there's brands out there that don't, but there's just brands that are so big they can't fuck with all the little stuff too, you know what I mean? So And there's so definitely like, there's like definitely brands that don't too. There's shitty brands yeah, out there true. for sure. True. <laughs> yeah, I mean like I won't yeah. disagree. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full spectrum. The yeah, there's a little bit of everything. <laughs> the events that we did with like Underdog, shout out to Underdog Skate Shop. Like, Jim, Jim, Jim. Wade, what up? Wade and the crew, Amesbury, like they were always the fun ones, right? So like, much energy. Yeah, Wade's a unique yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that stuff is awesome to me. That's definitely what, like what you're saying, like being in the trenches, Brad. Like you're just like, I don't know. To to throw an event is cool because you gotta have your finger on the pulse of the day and the people there, and like there's no disconnection. Like you gotta really be stoked on skating the whole day, you know? Like yeah, for sure. It's cool. Um, I I, t I get that from teaching lessons too. I teach um one on one lessons on the weekends. Just for, like, the lessons are for me, really, because I just, like, get to hang out with a little kid and, like, introduce them to skateboarding again and be reminded, like, oh, yeah, like, look at it like a toy sometimes, you know, like, <laughs> but you don't lose a disconnection if you're out doing these things, like, yeah, you know what sure. I mean? There's some people that get into it and they get what they want, which is, like, it's not always skateboarding. Some people want fame or, like, attention or whatever, like, and they get into skating and then those dudes drop off or whatever, you know, but, like, skateboarding, skateboarding first, you know? And, like, those, like, your lessons or, like, these events, like, those put, like, a good vibe out to that kid, right? Like, he's, like, starting to learn how to skateboard. He gets to vibe with you. You get to, like, have fun with him. He's like, yo, skateboarding's fucking awesome. Instead yeah. of, like, going to a skate park and, like, not knowing anybody, getting in the way, getting vibed out by accident, you know what I mean? Like, just wrong place, wrong time type of shit. Like, so that's why I really like doing these events. And, like, yeah, I think it's important to, like, 
start them off with a positive attitude, you know what I mean? Like, get them hooked. Like, yeah. push them away. I, I, dude, wholeheartedly agree. It's weird for a skateboarder to want to, like, say that, I guess, because, like, some skateboarders are so fucking cool or whatever, they just want to rely on image and, like, thinking it's going to, that's what's going to, like, make it work. But, like, to me, it's like, as I get older, I'm like, I got to be a good role model. Like, Fuck, like, it's in general. Like, I'm going to be 36 in November. Like, I want to be the best 36-year-old I can be who skateboards, you know? Right, exactly. <laughs> so it's like, that That to me is like just taking on the responsibility of being self-aware and not, like, being a dipshit around kids and people that are just getting into skateboarding, you know? So you got to be out there and skating. Skate parks are good for yeah. that, too, because you have, like, the community. Like, you guys probably skate Lynch, right? Uh. Yeah, that's alright. Lynch is just wild sometimes, man. Like I can't, I can't go there and sit down and drink coffee and like warm up without like getting my toes run over sometimes. No, yeah, it's like so, in yeah. this, it's in the middle of Boston. This can get intense. Yeah, like people come out. Like it's a dope park. Uh, it's a lot of fun. I have fun when I'm there, but sometimes the anxiety to actually get me there is a little too aggressive. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't deal with that right now. Yeah. I get lost. Yeah. We got uh, Morse Kelly like a block away from my place. Oh, Morse Kelly is that by uh, that's in Somerville by uh, Todd's uh, shop or his shop is still there or no? Yeah, no, nah, he just closed that down. I think yeah. December, January. He had a pretty good run. He went for a little bit with that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That shop was rad. Like Todd was a cool dude. Uh, yeah, yeah. I always liked that shop because they had a couch and video games and people were hanging out and like every time I went in there. I was always talking to someone who was just getting into skating, and he was, like, giving him the full rundown. Like, he would not, he would tell him exactly why and what and where it came from and the history of brands and everything he was working with. He seemed like he was really excited about it. Yeah, he was, he was super into the local stuff, too. He was probably one of the first shops to really give us a shot, also. That's right. Uh, but, you know, I gotta, gotta, look, gotta be hyped on that. Yeah, that's fucking sick. And that park is super fun, huh? Uh, like, yeah. Morris Kelly? Yeah. I, I mean, skateboarding is fun, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the park itself, like, I can skate in it, so I have fun, but it's a little wonky. All right, here's my thing. Where would you want to skate, Brad, if you had a perfect session? Uh, I like that new Somerville park. Everything's small and easy. <laughs> oh, no. Lincoln, Lincoln, yeah, that Lincoln that's, like, perfect. I don't know if I've been there yet. Lincoln? It's like a little ledge plaza thing. It's still kind of closed down. Oh. come all the time. But. Can you skate tranny? Uh... I can do a few tranny tricks, but I'm the worst tranny skater ever. Nice. Try, trying to work on that as the knees are getting older. <laughs> yeah. I'm so yeah. bad at it. That's all right. It's there for you when you're ready, bro. Yeah. You could always right. throw some knee pads and elbow pads on, too. I don't know if I'm ready to be that guy. <laughs> Imagine, but do it in the streets. like. <laughs> dude, I'm... I'm, dude, I'm, I'm picturing skating into my 60s, 70s, so there's going to be a point where, like, you're gonna be like, shut. There's padded up football style. Throw them out there. See what happens. You gotta do, what you gotta do right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not gonna front. I have the pads sitting sitting aside waiting for me. I'm just not ready for them. <laughs> I can't knee slide for shit because I like hurt my left knee like a bunch of times. I tore my ACL and never got it fixed. So like, it's just like fucked. I can still skate, which is amazing, but like. To try and knee slide, I just don't even know where to begin. So, like, I can't even... I might be able to do it. I have to practice knee slide. <laughs> Maybe. Like a double knee pad. Yeah, from what I've heard, like, sliding out of stuff on your knees actually takes practice. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's not just easy to do. It's not a magic trick. You watch these kids, like, that are skating tranny now, like the Grant Taylors and 
uh, Rainy Barnes or whatever, like, they, the way that they fall, though, is they kind of slide with their legs first on their ass, just, like, with the transition down. Like, they don't, they don't wear pads or anything, you know what I mean? It's just, like, they learned how to do it. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they started when they were, like, five, probably, and they just, like, yeah. started skating tranny and, like... They'll need hip pads eventually, probably. <laughs> yeah, you watch, you watch, like, Petrol Barris, like, 30 feet up, come down, and just, like, slide it like a like a playground slide. <laughs> <laughs> Launch out. I, I, yeah. started, I started skating, like, when I first started, I started on a curb and, like, skating flat ground. I started in New Hampshire, and uh, I was living in a trailer park in New Hampshire, and I met this kid, Dale. And Dale, just like the Mark Johnson thing, Dale could kickflip. You know, it fucking blew my mind. It might have been yeah. a tray. He might have even been able to tray flip, and I was just like, "It's amazing." But we didn't have any skate parks. It was just whatever. We just skated in front of Ben Franklin's grocery store, or whatever the fuck it was, skating yeah. like just flat ground, like. And I used to not like skate parks. Kind of like anti skate park for a long time because I was so used to being just me and like three other people, and we skated the spot we went to, and like it was weird to go to a skate park and deal with transition and like all different types of people, you know. <laughs> Okay. And yeah, no, I have the same, the same like experience. Like I lived in like a shitty woody, wooded town in South Jersey. Nice. And literally the only thing that was like paved smooth enough to skate on was the parking lot of the supermarket. <laughs> so like you skated flat and you skated the like, yellow curbs that were out front. Like, yeah. That's like literally all you had. And then like Vans built the park in a mall in like, Morristown, which is like 40 minutes away. And I was just like, dude, this is sketch. Like everything's way bigger than a curb here. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that, but those parks yeah. have changed the game though, because like for the East Coast, like the more those parks open up in the winter, and like, and then just to have those types of parks, because I remember coming up skating the streets in the East Coast too, and it's just like super rugged, and it's hard to learn like in the streets, you know, like sometimes you get a skate park and you can like practice a trick without having to like hit a crack, you know, and it's like so now it's like weird seeing it take hold, all these parks popping up. Because I guess that's what's going on in California for a long time. It's always been accepted. People, like, started building parks and all these parks. All these kids got super good at skating tranny. And now they can just huck, like, pew, pew. Yeah, they're just ripping. <laughs> I think that's why I suck at tranny so much. Because I never really had access to any type of quarter pipe or transition. Or, yeah. Like, maybe some crusty bank, you know what I mean? But yeah. It was, like, curves. I love that shit, though. I'm fucking, that's, that's me at my finest is just in the streets and the crust, you know? Yeah. Best feeling ever, dude. Whenever I get, like, have a day where I'm kind of off and I need to do something, I'll go to New Bedford and just, like, bomb Union Hill and it's, like, all the way down to the docks and there's, like, a little metal curb down there you can skate and it's, like, a mile long and there's just, like, you push through the city up and down a hill. It's, like, you don't even have, I might not even do a trick half the time, you know, but you're still skating for, like, an hour just bombing through it. It's so fun. It's oh, you like, gotta, we'll have to go, dude. I'll have to take you. There's some spots, too, man. Yeah, I, would uh, down there. I got spots for Nick G, dude. Tell Nick, let's go. Line it up one day. I'm down. Dude, no, I was actually going to ask you afterwards. Uh, I think we're going to come down on Saturday. So. Dude, hit me uh, up. Oh, let's okay. do it. Cool. I'll just yeah. dump you here. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> Yo, but we could. We could. There's some parks here we can warm up in that DIY spot. We could warm up, and then we could just lurk to some spots. I'm down, bro. You got my number, so, like, we're in there, like, swimwear. <laughs> Sorry, man. We'll go back. I promise, man. That's <laughs> no, all good. <laughs> you'll we'll find a session, bro. We'll make it happen. <laughs> this whole summer, there's going to be a bunch of stuff, man. I want to check out, I think it's New Bedford, right? That, uh, 
There's like a DIY under a bridge? Yeah, yeah. under the cabana overpass. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My buddy Martin and all the dudes out there just started building stuff, and it's been going for years now, and they're just upgrading it. They're building a bunch of stuff now. They just got the go-ahead, and it's sick because it's crusty still, but they're making it better, so it's like crazy. Because when it first started, it was so shitty, and the ground was so rough, and the amount of work they put in and ramps they've added, it's like made it so sick. And it's it's not a, it's a skate park, but it's like... You know, it feels like a DIY spot. It doesn't feel like a skate yeah. park, you know what I mean? Yeah, you still got to figure out how to skate it. Exactly. It's not easy. Yeah. Like, you could do basic tricks for hours there because a basic trick is kind of hard on a lot of the ramps, you know? Yeah, it looks it looks pretty gnarly. Like, I can tell. Like, even, like, the, uh, what do they got? That that box in the middle is, like, a inverted donkey or whatever, you know? yeah 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 that thing's wild i was there last yeah. i was there like last weekend and nick dompierre's brother jordan showed up and he was fucking shredding he was skating the weird like pyramid hip thing they have and that thing's so hard to skate it's just like fucking hard and they've had some sick demos there too they had the real team come out and like solstice always holds it down at skate shop you guys you guys been to solstice no i've no, never been there I want to stop in when we're down there and say what up to um, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They just moved. They just moved to uh, just around the corner now. They moved literally like on the other side of the building. It's a bigger shop. It looks looks fucking awesome, dude. It's a trip to see it because I've been going to Solstice since I first started skateboarding, which is like 20 years ago or something. That was the first shop I went into in New Bedford and like... It used to be up above, next to a library, up on the second store. You had to, like, go up there to get to it. And then they moved, and just, like, they've been in business so long, it's amazing. That shop I always use as a reference, because I'm like, that dude figured out a way to make a shop, keep a shop going. Like, he yeah, somehow did it. And I know he works a side, jo- side job occasionally. Like, when times are tough, he did some, like, veterinarian work, too. That's right. I'm, I'm always hyped to see shops, like, either moving into new storefronts or just, like, upgrading you and i mean that means they're doing good like yeah i feel like more so than not i see shops closing down like struggling yeah it's weird it's weird it's it's weird because like it's like a small business you know like a storefront is hard no matter what you open like people open up artist studios all the time and like it's like you have to it's a certain lifestyle it's funny because like a lot of people get into skateboarding they're young and they open a shop and they think that's like what they want to do and then it goes on and on and like you have to, like, really, like, figure out a way to balance your life out and, like, run a shop, you know? Like, it's not an easy thing to do. But people do it. There's shops out there that I'm like, these dudes have been in business for as long as they've wanted to be in business. They might not always made, they might not always made a bunch of money or whatever, but they managed to stay afloat and, like, pay their bills. And I'm always amazed because you have to really dedicate yourself to that, you know? But it's like with skating, it's so young and new that, like, People are opening up shops and, you know, they have the best intention and they want to do it. But then and then there's always those cases where life just, like, throws you a left curve and you got to go that way, you know. So, but it's weird because it happens. It ebbs and flows. You see shops going out. Like, lately, I've been hearing about shops going out. And then sometimes you hear about them cranking people getting optimistic and opening them up, you know. Yep, yep. It's a hard hustle, dude. It's much like a skateboard brand, you know. It's like, it's a labor of love and you got to work really hard and you got to really want to make it happen, you know, to like make it happen. It's not going to do it itself, you know? Oh, for sure. I admire that you guys are doing it. That's fucking so good. (laughs) Sick. Uh, Thank you. I I can't even believe some of those dudes. I got, you know, you got to hand it to them, man. They're sticking it out like that and making the guys that really make it work. I mean, you know, we get to, we get to work with some pretty cool shops and I think we actually learn a lot. 
from those guys because we'll we'll go down there a lot and we'll kick it and um, you know they'll just give us advice you know about experiences they've had with other brands experiences they've had with big brands and maybe like where small brands could help you know what I mean and from all walks of life as well different like like look at Hesh like you know they had a totally different style than like the the kids that would go to like Orchard or you know whatever I mean like you know it's just it's just really cool to to meet all these different personalities and and create friendships really as well we have relationships with pretty much every shop owner we do it so yeah that's awesome it's cool it's cool that like like Orchard and Hesher are both awesome shops. Like love them both, uh, but totally different shops. Like completely different. Like just vibe wise, and like just like I don't know. And it's crazy that they could be so close to each other and still work because they offer something for different people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's fucking tight too. Like it, it's tight that they're not like just trying to kill each other like most businesses would be doing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. Skateboarding so diverse. You know what I mean? There's so many different styles. And- you know, everybody's into different kids, and we, we, we feel that when you go to different towns and different shops, and everybody, like, some shops would be, like, primarily GPK, and then others will be all, like, pulling magenta, and then others yeah. will be, like, skates, you know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty sick, though, like, I, I love all of it, like, to be honest, like, I, I feel like I've kind of, I mean, I didn't go through, like, the really older, like, in the 80s or nothing, but, you know, I can, I can relate, so, at least. yeah. Uh, some people have, like, a famine mentality when it comes to, like, opening up skateboarding businesses and stuff, but I don't. I'm always like, dude, if you're willing to put the work in, you're only going to help skateboarding grow. Like, if you, I, I think more people should help it grow and put in that work and, like, who knows what we could really do, you know? Like, instead of thinking, like, oh, that person's opening up or whatever, or being competitive, it's like, just keep working and good things are going to happen, you know? Like, a lot of time is just staying focused on your own thing and working, you know, and and really skateboarding is so small compared to like any other industries and like we're like peanuts, you know what I mean, compared to like pe- brands and industries and other things that have done it for longer, <clears throat> you know. The thing about skateboarding that's funny to me is it, it'll cause people to like stunt their growth sometimes because it's like such a childish thing. Like when I started skating, like I used it as in a way to escape from reality and a way to just have fun and be like a child, you know? And then I got yeah. o- I got older and I slowly just want to keep doing that. <laughs> I didn't want to yeah, like, yeah, I didn't yeah, even want to become weird, social, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't even, like, I used to not even want to talk to people when I was younger because I had like a bunch of real like emotional issues and shit and I would be super antisocial, like, like go to the parks and just like, I was so insecure and shit. And skateboarding kind of like allowed me to keep myself like that longer than I wanted because I just like, I just like, kept in my own little world and just skated and still had fun and then but then I think just meeting all the dudes at the shop and being part of a video like really takes you out of your shell but like I don't know I see a lot of arrested development and dudes that are like 20 to 25 even pushing it and like they just like I'm like dude just go get a job or like like some people just want to be sponsored or have a have a skateboard and pay their way or like they got some dream and I'm like you're gonna have to work for it with or without a sponsor, you know? Like don't let skateboarding don't let skateboarding stop your development. Like go get your license, go get a job, learn to work. Because the truth is like even if you are a part of skateboarding, you got the dream and whatever, like like people get sponsored, right? And they like I was sponsored and I got paid to skateboard and I did it for a long time and then that ended, you know? And like thank God I always had a work ethic. I'd never like really let skateboarding but I know dudes that just skate all the time and they don't do anything else. 
<laughs> and I'm like, I get that, but, like, you're going to want to grow old, so, like, let's get some skills going, and then they'll, you know, you'll be so busy that you might even actually attract a sponsor, because you, you don't need them, you're just busy working, you know, and that's, like, people want to work with people that are working, you know, that get their head down, they're trying to figure it out, figure out their life, you know, I don't know, I just, I get bummed, because I, I know, like, there's dudes that are going from 20 to 30, and it's like, they don't know what they're going to do, and it's like, just do something, anything, latch on to something, <laughs> Have a, have a backup plan. Yeah. Don't, don't just drink. Plan. Dude, I because I've been in the whole thing. Like, I, I've been skating for so long, dude. Some of those dudes just, like, drank the whole time. Even when they were making money and they were sponsored, they thought it was going to last forever, and they became, like, alcoholics or, like, a drug addict or just wasted their money on stupid shit. And then, like, they had no skills because they were getting paid to skateboard, and they weren't doing anything, like, working jobs or anything. And now they're, like, older, and they just have to, like, figure it out. And I'm just like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, like you're on a oasis and dreaming and it's amazing. But like, you got to keep developing as a human still. Like you can't let skateboarding hinder you. I've had people that said that though. Like, I guess it goes the other way though. Some people are so thankful that skateboarding kept them like, like not in an office job because like an office job is like a hell to some people, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got people that say that shit to me. Like, how can you sit there all day? You know what I mean? Just like, how can you do it? Like, fuck yeah. Like, I don't know. I could never do that. In an like, office? Brad, yeah. Brad looked at me like, how could you do that all day? And I, just like, I, I tried the 9 to 5 like office thing. No, it wasn't for me. I, try, I tried too. I tried too. It's hard for me. Some people just aren't wired for it, I don't think. I could, yeah. do, I could do it, but it was like hard for me to like keep doing it. So it was really hard. I would, feel, I would feel more tired at the end of the day after sitting down than if I was, like, up actually, like, busting my ass all day. Yeah. Like, it, like, it would mentally fatigue me, or, like, maybe I just didn't move enough, so, like, my body was shot. The, fun, the funny yeah. thing is, the funny thing is, lately, I've been doing a lot of office work, though. Like, it's, <laughs> I tried to avoid it, and now it's coming back, Ryan. <laughs> the paperwork comes back. <laughs> yeah. And look, it's helped me, though, because, like, the, the shit that I've learned on my office job, like, working with spreadsheets and stuff like that, like, only helps me even more, like, with the, the accounting side of this company. Yeah. Brad will, Brad will tell you, I've sat him down and tried to explain <laughs> the accounting side of the business and show him the formulas and shit. He's just like, oh, man. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 I understand numbers. I can look at numbers and understand if you put them in a fucking Excel spreadsheet and, like, I just want to blow my face off. Bro. <laughs> I can't do it. It's not for me. Like, show me. Count the money in front of me. But don't, don't show it to me on a computer screen. Dude, I, I went full business on him when I was having my my son Grayson because like I I put together like a handover document and like had like a training session. I was like, okay, here's all the things you're gonna have to take care of while I'm like, because I'm having a baby, I'm not gonna be around. So like, you have to be my backup. <laughs> Plan B, bro. <laughs> but he had like this like word document with all this shit, and I gave him like the spreadsheet, and he like he just had a look in his face, he's just like, please, please come back. <laughs> I, I never once looked at that document again. No, I know, I know, I know. I was calling you the day. I just did it. I, was, I think I called you the day before, and I went outside, and I was like, okay, did you talk to this shop? <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, dude. That's the thing is, like, you, you got to realize that you get what you want, dude. And, like, if you want to own a skateboard business, it's a skateboard business, so you got to handle all those responsibilities. There's, like, stuff you got to do that you don't always want to do. It's good oh, yeah. to it's good to have a partner to like balance it out because you guys can ra uh, ration out the work, you know, and figure out your strong suits and stuff. It takes a lot yeah. of help. It takes a lot of help. <laughs> thank, thank God for technology, man. I mean, we like obviously we both have day jobs, but 
we're on our phone basically just back and forth. Like, every day, all day, okay, like, oh, this is done, this is done, this is done. Like, oh, we gotta do this, you know? Yeah. How do you guys, how do you guys feel about the social media? I, I, I like the technology and the social media. Uh, I think from a brand perspective, it's awesome. Uh, specifically because, like, that's where most people's attention is most these days. It's kind of, it's kind of unfortunate to say it that way. Like, you can go to a skate park, there's somebody sitting down looking at Instagram, right? Like, yeah. so I, th- I think it's rad from that. Uh, I will say that after I, I, I handle the social, most of the social media, I should say. Then uh, your sponsor me text Brad. Do, do, yeah, do no, it. Yeah, no, do it. I love it. Spam him, uh, bro. <laughs> But, uh, I'm sending mine, dude. It's coming. It's going to be VHS, though. You're going to have to figure out how to play that bitch. Bro, I'll send you a box. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, can you send me the VCR, too? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, like, I don't know. Now that I'm, I enjoy it, but, like, having a personal account and a business account, like, I can't do that. Like, I, I post my personal Instagram, like, twice a year, maybe three times a year, depending on what I'm doing, you know what I mean? But, yeah, because yeah. it's too much of your time. Yeah, it's like, I can't. I spend enough time on Instagram, on my personal account. Now I have a business account where I feel obligated sometimes to be on social media. Yeah. And it's like, really, I just want to put the fucking phone down and ride my skateboard down the street, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So I'm super grateful he handles that part of the business. Cause, and, like, when we started, I had I had manga going, so I had to do social media for that already. So I was just like, there's no way I'm going to have my personal manga and high water, dude. It's just, I, I like... Tell me, tell me about Manga. Uh, Big Manga? So, yeah. I mean... Because you guys supported the New England AM in the beginning, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, I ran that for uh, about three and a half years. Nice. So, I seeded I that. I mean, that was more of a passion project. I mean, Big Manga comes from my roots in New Zealand. It was a, a place that I used to go to with my friends called Manga Y, and we always called it Big Manga. And it was like this big surf place that we used to go. They got to like skate park there with like a world class bowl that I can barely get to the tile. But anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, it's nostalgic for me, so I kind of wanted to create that, and I uh, I launched it. Um, I launched it. I'm trying to think of the actual year. I guess it would have been what 2013. Sure. I, think I launched it, and um, we launched it at the Newport Folk Festival. I remember, and we gave away a bunch of free uh, free T-shirts and shit, and then. From there, really, I kind of evolved it into this skate, surf, and snow brand. I wanted to do all three. And I think I think we hit all the areas. I mean, definitely, it became more heavy on the snow side, and, like, we got really involved. Like, I used to go up and film snowboarders. Like, that's, like, a whole other fucking thing. Like, going up with an HD rig and trying to, like, ride behind these dudes with a camera set up. It's wild, you know? Yeah, that sounds <laughs> crazy. England, like, it's, like, minus 14, and, like, the batteries are fucking frozen. Like, what are you doing out here? I've but, snowboarded uh, once, and it was fun as hell, but, like, it's it was a hard day. I kept eating so much shit. Yeah, I think I was just, like, I, I really, like, I love the passion project, and, I, and it kept me feeling young. Um, and I, But I did it all myself, and I think it was, you know, amazing what we did over the three years, and then the relationships that I made and the shops that I met through that. Uh, when we started High Water, it was just real natural that they were really into what we were trying to do with the skateboard company. And um, and then basically, yeah, I just made the decision that, you know, High Waters was doing well. And, uh, you know, because it was doing well, we were doing more with it. And I had to make a decision, you know, it was just one or the other. And Manga was doing great when I closed it down, but it was just, you know, it was it was the uh, the right move to make. 
Sounds like you had a good run. You enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, the hype. I, I met the best people, like, from all those areas. The surf, skating, snow, like, some of those kids are my best friends, and, like, yeah, it was sick. That's sick, man. That's real. Yeah. Well, fuck, man. Um, I guess how we could end it is, uh, maybe you guys could just plug where people could check out the high water stuff. If videos, are you on YouTube? What social media is the website? All of it. Anybody? Right. Uh, shameless self promotion. No, it's right. fine. I, I mean, I wanted them to check it out, you know? No, no, for sure. Uh, I mean, at high water skateboards on Instagram. Nice. Uh, at high water skates on Twitter. But you're just gonna get the same shit on Instagram. Honestly, I'm lazy. Uh, we have a Vimeo account as well. Nice. So high water skateboards on Vimeo. Man, a bunch of shops. Uh, I I would love to name them all, but I'm afraid I'm gonna miss one. I don't want to deal with that later. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much most most shops on the on the northeast right now. I mean, like I think Maine. We're not really. We're kind of light in, but you know, anywhere in Mass, New Hampshire. Um, you know, we're kind of starting to try and get into the Connecticut, hopefully, you know, Rhode Island. Like, we're, 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 we're trying to work our way there, you know. Nice. <laughs> That's good, man. And you do have, you have a Vimeo? How often do you post? Uh, not very often anymore. I think the last thing we posted was 456, which we just dropped a few months back, which was like a 10 minute, uh, all SD video. Nice. It was super fun. Uh, but yeah, occasionally we'll do like little edits from trips and stuff, and we try to post them up there. Right. Yeah. You got the four, five, six video premiered on online at uh, on Low Card. Oh, so, nice. So that's on Low Card. But um, Armin from Orchard helped us out to premiere it, and that was that was sick. And I mean that that was like the best part of yeah that match so far because it was a great turnout. Like everybody seemed hyped on the video. You know, we got to be part of that awesome scene. So. And all the dudes, the, the squad killed it. I mean, you know, whoever's seen that video, I'd, I'd hope that they'd give props to, to those dudes because they killed themselves. So. Did you, where'd you premiere it? Uh, it was Wonder Bar in Austin. Oh, that place is sick, dude. Yeah, it premiered with uh, Cameron Dumaine's video, Thanks Again. Oh, so it right. Was like, it was a solid night. There was a bunch of homies out. Yeah. yeah. That was a rad video, too. Shout out to all yeah. those dudes. Two by four crew. Um, two, two. Wonder Sword dudes had a, had a little, like, little thing in there, so yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Premieres are the fucking sickest, dude. That's the thing. It's like, even if someone, even if you weren't to make DVDs, you should always do a premiere, too. Because the events are, like, the sickest part. Like, the skate events, the jams, the all that stuff is, like, what makes it worth it, you know? And then video parts, obviously. So, making the videos, you know? It's weird that, I don't know, like, no one's going to do DVDs. There's no, like, this, do you have a DVD player? <laughs> no. <laughs> Like there you go. Can you play it in that? That thing's ancient, I huh? So. I don't know. Dude. I played one so long. <laughs> That's cool, man. You guys are awesome, and thanks for uh, supporting skateboarding and giving back to it, and with your time and your efforts and uh, building the stoke and flames. And I don't know. I love skateboarding so much. I love the skateboarding world and community and personalities, and you guys are part of it and uh, kicking in. So thank you. Okay, man. Thank you for having us too. This is awesome. No worries. Yeah, it's been fun. Really appreciate it.